hello everyone and welcome to the June 2017 uh, Tim Hayden's Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. I am so happy and blessed again that we get to do part two that I've got my coach and my mentor and my um, advisor, my brother in Christ, Willie Stewart, who we get to do part two of um, of business and per having a business and personal coach. So Willie, we're so glad and honored to be for you to be on our podcast again today. Thank you, Tim. Looking forward to it. Yep. So hey, so so for our listeners, I want to do uh, just do a quick recap of what we talked about last month. Uh, so you know, last month we talked about uh, we defined what a business and personal coach does by uh, we explored the history of my career and uh, I'm sorry, Willie's career and why we're doing coaching today. So we talked about um, as small business owners and executives, we often easily get out of balance because we have urgencies, crises, and all that we got to deal with. And you know, uh, for me personally, and we talked about this in detail, coach can help bring you back out of the rough seas of life. We can, we can make sure you refocus back into your family, your faith, your community, and yourself. And so in today's episode, we're going to go into more details of what a person could expect from a coach and we'll give you uh, an example of one of Willie and my typical sessions. So Willie, we're gonna jump right in. So I know that you have a process that you do when you work with your clients uh, when you really get started. So can you walk through the processes that you go through and that I've already been through you know, back in 2010, 2011 on how you work with companies and with, and with um, business owners or executives? Absolutely. Uh you know, Tim, it really boils down to first understanding what is going on in a business. You know, uh, and obviously, as you know, from the coaching perspective, we're getting to the personal side as well. But when it comes to the business, it's, it's not very effective when you go in and you start coaching or advising someone without truly understanding what's happening in the organization. It's like going to solve a problem without really finding the root cause and you may end up just dealing with the symptoms of the issue. So the first thing that we will do is we'll do what's called, and I call it the organizational health index of the company. And basically is, is looking at uh, what's happening with the people, the processes and the systems of the organization. And we do that through a uh, several uh, ser a series of several things, including number one, is, is uh, uh, some confidential uh, questions, a questionnaire that covers uh, three particular things. One, it will be the, the level of employee engagement and the level of how the teams are working together. And then also what I call the five performance criteria, which is, deals with leadership, culture, management, industry, and measurement. Uh, we sort of accumulate all the answers. There's, there is the 45 question a scale one to 10 and we average them out. And basically we come up with what I call the index, the health index of the company at the time that we get started. And it's on a scale of one to 10. And that sort of sets the benchmark uh, of where we are. And then usually a year later, we'll go back and do the same thing. But that gives us sort of the, the, the basis and the foundation to get started and where we can then identify priorities of things that the company needs to work at like right away. You know, whether it's training, whether it's communication, whether it's building trust, you know, whether, you know, the employees are disengaged because of a number of different things. You know, what's, uh, how well is the company keeping track of their key performance indicators? 
of their lead indicators. How well are they doing in understanding industry trends and environmental forecasting? And all those things come out of this assessment. And then I sit down with the CEO, in this case I did with you, and we prioritize. Listen, Tim, this, over the next year, this is what we, what we need to work on. And we start developing a path and, and, and sort of the blueprint of how we go about from month to month when we do our one-on-one -on -one sessions. And, and, you know, and that's the business part. And of course, then we, we talk about you know, the personal uh, uh, situation as well as you know, how balanced are you. And at the same time, we keep track of this throughout the year. So that assessment gives us, like I said, the, the blueprint for you know, involvement and how I can help and bring my own expertise you know, from running a, a company and working with over 35 different organizations across the country. Now that's good. And Willie, I, I want to say, um, you know, I just want to pause just for a moment and say, and for our listeners out there, you know, Willie gave me a huge binder that was full of a tremendous amount of great ideas and, and, you know, what his recommendations on what we needed to do and implement. Um, the last big piece of that was Willie had recommended that we start an advisory board. Uh, so to let our listeners know, if you're a, if you're a business owner, we wanted it to be an advisory board so they couldn't fire me. Right, brother? <laughs> <laughs> well, often companies don't even have a board of directors and, 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 you know, it's always good to bring in a group of individuals that are talented, that are, you know, regional, that not only you can rely on them for you know, advice as you go along, but also you can contribute to them. It becomes somewhat of a peer group that, that helps you, you know, answer questions when I'm not, when the coach is not there to do so. And the other thing that we talked about was, is usually there are two things that come out of most, most assessments. You know, I can tell you I've done 30 something of this, is the, the lack or, of communication that typically happens to an organization. And number two is the lack of training, you know, that, that the employees usually are, are desiring and wanting. So often recommendations quickly go and point to how do we communicate who we are as a company, what's our vision, our mission, our goals, so that we can just take that kind of information throughout the organization. And secondly, how do we train, you know, and what are, what are our employees needing? What I find that typically most organizations do well on the skill side, you know, whether you have a, a, a factory plant like you do, you know, your welders, your, your operators are really good at what they do. Uh, likewise, internally within the organization, you know, your finance guy knows what he's doing, marketing person knows what they're doing. And that piece is kind of, uh, for the most part, okay, is the other part, is, is understanding each other. Is, you know, we talk about, you know, and we'll, we'll maybe touch on that here in a minute, about your natural behavioral tendencies, who you are as a person, how does that affect that, 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 the integration within a team that is based on some, what I call vulnerability-based trust. And that comes from the understanding of each other really, really well, really, really deeply. Mm -hmm. And I agree. And, and just to, 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 to summarize that, so to let our, let our listeners know, you know, we implemented our advisory board about 18 months ago, you know, and I got these recommendations from Willie, what, in late 2010, early 2011, something like that, Willie. So 
Um, you know, so, hey, it takes time. And, you know, that was, you know, we prioritized what we needed to work on. That was really one of the last things that we needed to do, you know, to, to finish the assessment that, you know, the recommendations Willie had given us. So the lesson for our listeners is, you know what, you know, hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. You just take baby steps and, you know, you look at, you, you prioritize what you need to work on and then work on getting that done and then work on the next thing. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a journey and it's actually an adventure. It's been a ton of fun going through that as we have for many years now. That's right. It is, it is priorities. You're absolutely right. You can't do it all at one time. And sometimes we want to do that because, you know, we see so many needs. And, and, and frankly, the, the ones that I mentioned earlier, one of the things that you and I talked about, number one, that we needed to do was do training. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, within, you know, how teach people sort of uh, uh, systems and processes about human resources. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we talk to each other? How do we work with each other? How do we hold each other accountable? You know, what are the problem solving skills that we need to understand, you know, using like root cause analysis and not so much about the technical part, but how do we solve the people issues? Because at the end of the day, you know, when you look about culture and you look about strategy, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been said many times before, you know, that culture is going to eat strategy for breakfast every time. Yeah. And, you know, and I think I've said this to our listeners on our podcast before, but when it comes to culture, you know, what we permit, we promote. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I mean, really, I think that is, and I, I heard that from somewhere. I don't remember where that was from. So, so Willie, let's, let's, let's deep dive a little bit. So, you know, we, you started talking about behavior. So, you know, as, as you go through and do the assessment, I know that with our team, we went in and we did behavioral assessments. And before I started working with you, I had heard about a few of those things. I'd never taken any before. So, you know, we've come a long way and we understand behavior really well today, but unpack that a little bit for our, for our, our, our audience and our listeners. So there are a number of behavioral assessment tools out in the market. And the one that, that you and I have been using and I've been using at Stewart since 2004 is called the ABA, Transfer Activity Vector Analysis. It's very similar to the DISC. You know, and they basically uh, uh, assess people's uh, DNA on basically four competencies, which are assertiveness, sociability, steadiness or calmness, and conformity. And in the ABA, as you know, it's, it's, it's a numerical score from one to nine in each of the four vectors. And that's what the ABA stands for activity vector analysis. And uh, the sum of the four has to equal 20 and you have a one or a nine. So it's basically the math. But what this does is that every position in an organization has a need for certain behaviors. It just does. So ideally, what you want is individuals whose natural behavioral tendencies match the behavioral requirements of the job. It's what's called job match. Well, what does that do for an individual? It's less stress because what he's required to do he already does naturally. And I can tell you from my experience that most people, you know, in their careers will kind of flow towards what's natural to them. And they tend to be in a good job match. What happens and what we do often is we take those people who are in great jobs and in, in then doing a really good job and we promote them out of that, that sort of job match. And we put them in from their unconscious competence level and we take them out of there where they're really doing a great, a great job. And the reason they are is because that's exactly what they love to do. And we put them over here to do something that not only they don't like, 
and they don't want to do, but they think they have to do in order to get that pay raise or get the title promotion or whatever. We have to be very careful as leaders and managers in organizations not to do that. It's what happens with those individuals in my experience. And I, I've been fortunate enough that I was able to put them back in their jobs and recognize that their technical ability was just as important in our company as their managerial skills, that most of those people will up and just leave the company, go work for your competitor, doing exactly what they were doing for you, mm-hmm. you know, before you promote them. So we need to be very careful. So understanding behavior is, is an absolutely necessity. And there's other ones out there. There's Strength Finder, there's the Harrison, there's the Colby, there's Management by Strengths, there's, you know, even Myers-Briggs, you know, that, so just about any of them are, is good enough to, 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 for, for the person to understand their workforce and how they behave. But it also helps with communication. How do you communicate with the people around you? How do you communicate with your team? For instance, a quick example, if you have someone who's be, from their behavioral assessment, they're very uh, get it done people. They're very, they don't have a whole lot of patience, you know, and, and so if you start sending that individual emails that are 10 paragraphs or six paragraphs long, that will not be very effective. You need to get down to the bottom line, get, give them the points that you know, and likewise, that's with me as well. I'm very impatient. And they know here in the company. If you want Willie to read an email, send them a two-line email. You send them five paragraphs, it's just not going to happen. But we're all like that. You know, so we need to, when we understand each other, then we can do that and we can communicate more effectively. Uh, that's all about behavior. Yes. Yeah, that's good. But I think that, but one thing that we've done is that we've changed our vocabulary now in our business. You know, when it comes to behavior, you know, in you know, your natural, natural and your uh, adaptive, I think is what it's called on the disc right. now. But I think that, but we understand that. And again, we want to make sure, you know, like Jim Collins says, you know, we'll make sure that we got the right people on the bus and we got them in the right seat and that they got the right behavior to your point, you know, and I think that, you know, and I'm, and I'm, not, I'm a lot like you. I don't want a 10, I don't want a 10 paragraph email. I want bullet points and then I'll follow up on that. So, you know, our behavior is similar to that. We're both, you know, impatient, assertive, get it done kind of guys, you know? So, but we need the other, we need detailed people in our companies because it takes all types of natural behaviors to run our businesses. Absolutely. And if you have someone who's very, you know, high patient, very detailed, and he sends you an email and you respond back to him with just two or three words, and that's what he gets, I can tell you, he's going to come back into your office and he's going to ask if there's something wrong. Is, are you upset with him? You know, he's expecting that you actually respond back to him with the details and answer all the questions and all that. And, and so you have to learn as a manager that, you know, while we're not sort of, patient people, those who are, need to be treated that way. It's the whole concept of the platinum rule, right? You know, do unto others as they would like for you to do unto them. Mm-hmm. The golden rule in business is not necessarily the best thing in the world. Maybe <laughs> in, in, in your personal life, but not yeah. in business. <laughs> A lot of wisdom speaking right there. So that's good. All right, Willie, so you've talked about, is there anything else you want to say about the front end? You know, we can call it the onboarding process as you do the organizational health assessment. You know, we talk about behavior. Is there anything else for the audience that you'd like to talk about before we move on? No, I think we can go ahead and move on to, you know, some of the meetings and how you and I work and how I, you know, this is the process that I use. You know, so, you know, with, with uh, uh, CEOs, 
and also with some of our senior leadership here at school. Okay, that sounds good. So, so, um, so now our, our listeners, they understand, you know, the front end process. And so now let's get into what you and I do on a monthly basis. So, you know, just start, you know, you want to unpack that and I'll jump in and give you my comments. You know, we've been doing this for a long time. Absolutely. So, you know, there are, there, I don't have what I call very prescriptive, you know, agenda because at the end of the day, companies are fluid. Things happen from month to month. There are some things that we're going to discuss. And as you know, the first thing, Tim, that I will ask you and I'll put up there is how are you doing? Give me on a, on a scale of one to 10, how are you doing personally and how are you doing in the business? You know, that sets the tone for where we're heading. Because if you're not doing well personally, that may be the first thing we need to talk about. And now I'm not a psychologist, even though people say I've played one on TV in the past. No, I'm kidding. But, <laughs> but you know, uh, it's often the CEOs, the managers, the leaders, they just need somebody to listen to their issues that are going on at the time. And it's not so much as I need to give you a solution. I just need to be the ear to hear what you have to say. And sometimes I guide that conversation and perhaps even suggest that they need uh, uh, get some help outside the company. So, so finding out the state of mind of the CEO and the leader at that moment is the first and most important thing. And then we move through what I call just the typical stuff like, okay, how, tell me about your people, you know, and we line up all your managers and, and you know, how's everybody doing? As we want to identify there's issues there, we definitely want to come back and discuss those and put a plan in place for that. Uh, you know, as you know, uh, the next thing I want to talk about, I want to know about your financials. How are you doing? Absolutely. How are you, know, how are you hitting? Are you hitting your goals, your profit goals, your capital investment goals, your P&L and all that? You know, how's your equity? How's you, are you building your equity within the organization? So we're going we're gonna to definitely be, uh, do a deep dive on that and compared to, to the previous month, you know, within our goals. Uh, so those are the three main things. Then we get into, you know, some of the, you know, processes and systems that, that we may be implementing at the time that we decided needed to happen. Then we talk about training and, and you know, what kind of training the organization is in need of at the moment. You know, so, you know, we take them through, you know, four or five training conferences about different things, but then we get into more as we did with, with Sergeant. We got into some uh, training, some of the operators around, you know, successful management tools, you know, root cause analysis, the five whys, action planning, goal setting, and that, those sort of things, more, sort, more uh, granular sort of training. Uh, and then, uh, then the, the question is, okay, what's next? What's going on in your, in your organization that we need to talk about? Whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, whether it's uh, uh, operational in nature, uh, whether it's some people situations. And, and, be, and then once we get through that, the last thing we talk about is, you know, we will set goals before, we, before the session is over. We will look at the goals from the previous month. And some of that would happen through the, through the session we will look at the goals that we're going to set for the next 30 days. And then we'll look at how we're tracking in our yearly goals. That's pretty much the agenda that, that, that we set up at the beginning. And then we just dive right in. And it's, uh, we try to stay with agenda, but as you know, more often than not, we get going in different directions because that's where we need to go. And, yep. and you and I will meet for four or five, six hours at a time. But also do some coaching, as you know, they're one in two hours. So depending on the amount of time, we'll, you know, we'll decide how deep we dive. Yep. 
you know, a couple of things, and, and I think I mentioned our first podcast. If not, I'll, I'll repeat it. Um, you know, I've worked with Willie for a long time, and you know, and I we we joke I graduated from Willie, and we just you know, and we had about a year or eighteen months that we he didn't he was not coaching me, and I attempted to use some of our internal staff to help coach, and I'll tell our listeners it does not work. So I you know I I got Willie a year and a half ago. I think it's January twenty sixteen. Right. And, uh, and, and Willie connect and I said, Willie, man, I need you. So I went, you know, Willie works and lives up in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. And so I went back up, we had a full day session and, you know, one of the best sessions we've ever had. We uncovered some things personally that was really great, um, you know, for me. And, and it's been a great journey. Um, a couple of things I want to mention, because what Willie just unpacked, I do that same thing with my direct reports. So I've got, you know, five or six direct reports. So every month I sit down and have a one-on-one meeting with them, we call them. One thing that I added, Willie, and I, I want to unpack just for a moment, you know, we ask every month, how are you doing on a scale of one to 10, business and personally? So, you know, and if, if our team members, our employees are eights or so every month, and if some reason there are five, to your point, Willie, we stop right then and we find out what happened in the last month that made you go from an eight to a five, and what do you need to do and what can I help you on to, take, to get you back to a seven or eight next month? And then one question that I started asking, Willie, are you having fun? Yeah. I ask that every month. Because I think it's, you know, we all get so tied up and all in things going on. So it's really important that we have fun in what we're doing, you know. And I love what I get to do. I am so blessed to get to lead our business. Um, I didn't start our business. You know, my family did. But I'm blessed that I get to lead it today. And, uh, and it's a big deal. I want to tell our, I want to tell our listeners, um, both Willie and I, so, you know, we've done this really since 2010 and we still meet on a monthly basis. So what Willie and I do, we, we, we have a video call once a month. We may talk a couple of times on the phone during the month and then we meet once a quarter. So, you know, tip, we try to do that face to face, typically be a half day meeting or so. One thing that, you know, we are continuous learners. We want to learn and grow. So one thing that we've done, and we've added this to our vocabulary this year, is that we got connected with Giant Worldwide. And Willie's doing this, and I am too. We're doing it separately. And I've got some of our team going through it. So we have learned, we're learning new vocabulary. We're learning about the five voices. So, you know, we didn't know any of that stuff. I didn't know that before, Willie. You might have. I didn't. So this is all new for me. So, and I found out that I'm a pioneer. As my voice, my, my first voice is a pioneer. And I know that as a pioneer, I need to hang around nurturers because that's who I need to be listening to. And I need to talk less and listen more. So that's been a great journey that we've been on. And we're going to do this for the balance of this year. So, you know, we, we meet with that group once a quarter and I have several video calls with them every month. So that's been a great thing. And Willie and I, because he's doing something, we're both doing a very similar thing. We get to talk about that some during our sessions. So it's great that we've been able to grow and learn some together. That's great. And, and in fact, uh, I have a coach. I think I mentioned it before. And my coach is the CEO of Giant Worldwide, Jeremy Kubisak. And uh, I actually flew to Oklahoma City a couple of weeks ago to have a day session with him. And uh, uh, you're absolutely right. We are learning a new vocabulary based on their, on their system and processes. I have my four senior leaders going through the same ex-corp you know, uh, training that you're going through. So uh, absolutely, it's, it's, we got to grow. And that's what this is all about, right? 
And the other thing I just wanted to mention, as we part of the accountability piece of as a coach, and, and with him, as you know, we know some of the things that I'm going to always ask when we set up our goals, our 30-day goals, we do personal and professional or personal and business goals. And, and clearly, the business goals are, are fairly, you know, we, we, we track what we're doing. But on the, on the personal goals, I'm always going to ask, have you set up the dates with your wife? Have you set up dates with your kids? Are you, you know, what are you doing about your, your mind, body, and soul? Are you training? Are you, uh, uh, you know, are you connecting? Are you reading? What books are you reading? You know, that is part of my role as a coach is to make sure that I help with that piece. As a CEOs and managers and leaders of organizations, we often put that aside and don't make it a priority. I know you've done an amazing job, Tim, of being able to do that, but you'll be surprised how many people just don't. And, and, and that's my goal is to make sure that they have dates with their spouses. It's interesting because, you know, after we start this two, three months later, they, they start talking about their spouse, whether it's a, a man or a woman. I've coached you know, uh, some senior uh, leaders and, and, and women business owners. And they say, well, my spouse begins to like you too now, you know, because you know, we, we, we set up these dates and we go in here and we go in there, we set up vacation, he's putting his phone down and he's really focusing on our relationship. It's easy to get distracted. And that's really what a coach often just does, is make sure that the accountability piece, that you're just doing what you say you're going to do. And, you know, and that last thing I will say, I always tell my, my uh, uh, clients, listen, if you don't want to do something, just tell me. It's your life. You're running the companies. Just tell me. Don't tell me you're going to do it and then don't do it. And you just say, hey, William, I'm not going to do that. I'm totally okay with that. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Accountability, at the end of the day, I become your trusted advisor and your accountability partner. And that's what a good coach is. Yeah. Uh, man, I tell you, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and to let our listeners know, you know, we, uh, we had a three-part series on balanced life. And uh, our, our great brother, uh, Jesse Dantes, interviewed me. And, and a lot of that stuff that I learned, that vocabulary came from Willie. So, you know, to, for you to, to summarize that right there, and we've already talked about that on our podcast, was great. Good, was great. And for our listeners to get to hear that from you, man, that's, that's, that's awesome. So um, let me just say one yeah. thing, and I will leave this because I think this is this is really key, Tim, to to what we do. Too many leaders and managers uh, uh, sort of live with this busyness badge of honor that they think mm. makes them, you know, to feel well or feel better about themselves, you know, and they don't spend time with their families and with their kids and with God and you know with all the things that really matter. At the end of the day. You know what? Nobody ever put in the tombstone, I wish I would have worked more. It's usually the other way around. So if there's if anybody listening, stop not spending time with your family. That is priority number one. God and then family and then work. If you do it that way, you'll be okay. I could not agree with you more. You know, so uh, it's great. And hey, just let you know, I have, I have lunch with my wife today. So, man, you know, I have date lunch today. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I make that, I mean, I've got that on my calendar. So it's a big deal for me and for our, and our listeners have already heard that, me say that before, but it's, it's true. We've got to be intentional. Uh, I want to sum up uh, by saying, um, Willie, thank you for being with us. I think, and for our listeners that they really need to lean in to what I'm going to say right now. I am interviewing my coach. My coach has a coach 
our listeners need to know how important it is to have someone outside of your business that can pour into you and give you an unbiased opinion on what's going on today on the monthly numbers, what's going on on your business, but what's going on personally. Do you have those date nights set up with your, with your spouse? Do you have date nights set up with your kids? Do you have specific things set up to where you've got to be very intentional with that? So I think it's a big deal. And, and Willie, you've done a great job with that. And I'm just so blessed not only to call you my coach, but to call you my great Christian brother in Jesus. So that's awesome for me. And it's been great to see you grow and to see us grow together. And hey, the best is yet to come. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about where we're heading. I feel the same way, Tim. Yep. All right. Hey, and uh, to let our listeners know, so next month, uh, our special guest is going to be um, Shane Duffy. And Shane is, our, is the executive pastor at New Spring Church. And he is going to, he came from the business world before he got involved in our church. And he's going to talk about vision and culture. So, and again, we, we hinted on that a little bit today with Willie, you know, we talked about culture and, you know, what we permit, we promote. So I'm excited to see, you know, to, to, to uh, interview Shane next month. So again, everyone, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to, uh, to listen to our podcast. So take care and God bless. God bless.